You're fat. You so drink anyone. Maybe if you show a little bit of cleavage. Maybe you're acting too smart. You're a boss. I just don't understand why you don't have money. I would marry you. You're a tequila lover. 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 You're a
been treating myself as if I'm my own coaching client. I've talked to myself the same way I would speak to one of you who came to me for help during a difficult time or a breakup. I've been gentle. I've listened and reminded myself of the bigger picture, guiding myself towards the lesson or lessons to be learned. And I've also extended myself grace, just as I would to anybody who works with me. It's been a highly effective way to navigate this challenging time. Ending relationships when there's a catalyst to do so seems easier, but we've all endured a breakup, and regardless of the circumstance, heartbreak sucks. I'm not going to get into too much detail right now, maybe later when I'm further along in my healing journey, but what I want to emphasize is I had a gut feeling, an intuition that this was no longer the relationship for me. In the past, I would have 100% swept those feelings under the rug. I was in love. I was comfortable. I was living the fairy tale I conjured in my head, on my way to marriage, kids, everything I've always wanted. But who would I be? Talking about self-love week in and week out, which I'm not sure if you've recognized, is a common theme in season three. Despite what my guests come on and they're claiming, they all allude to the importance of the relationship you have with yourself. Being your own BFF. Loving the person whose reflection you see in the mirror. So I made the difficult decision to part ways with Jamar. I trust you have faith in my decision-making process. And I know if you thought there was another viable option, I would have taken it. Unfortunately, in my eyes, there was not. It's been quite some time since I've gone through a breakup. I forgot how hard it can be. The first few days, I didn't sleep. I hardly ate anything. I cried my way through a box of Kleenex and a Costco-sized roll of TP. I confided in a few friends, but I didn't even fill up to sharing it with my family. Not only was I grieving the loss of my best friend and my partner, but also all of the fun holiday festivities we had planned. We were going to go visit his mom in New York. He was going to spend Christmas at my parents' house. Envisioning us drinking hot cocoa, looking at Christmas lights, living our own version of a Hallmark movie. All of these things were immediately no longer. As the days progressed, it became easier to talk about. Talking felt a little bit more therapeutic. Speaking of therapeutic, I immediately reached out to my therapist. And although she wasn't available, I mean, I guess mental health issues are at an all-time high right now. I'm on her calendar. <laughs> I've said several times on this show, it's okay to ask for help. It's something I wish I had done pinning other breakups from my past. And I'm not great with not being go, 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 but the lack of sleep and stress resulted in me getting pretty sick. I lost my voice and I physically felt equivalent to my emotional state, miserable. I didn't have an attention span so trying to binge watch a show wasn't even appealing. My support system has been second to none. I've had several people checking on me daily, texting me, calling me, making sure I get out of the house, put pants on, wash my hair. <laughs> I hate washing my hair during normal times, let alone trying times. I've received flowers, cookies, gift baskets, a massage gift certificate. I'm speechless and grateful to those who love me for showing up for me in this way. I'm so fortunate. And as the days pass and these kind gestures continue, my tears fall for gratitude more so than sadness. 
I've made moves to help me in my healing process, like unpinning him from the top section in my phone. I changed how his contact is listed in my phone to remind myself why I'm choosing no contact. I unfollowed him on Instagram. I will say now that social media is so prevalent and technology knows our patterns and routines so well, you almost have to do this immediately if you're going through a breakup. Otherwise, your phone or the social app will continue to serve their stories and their feed first and insist you're trying to communicate with the individual every time you draft a message or try to send a meme. I didn't need this reminder of reality. I had enough on my plate. There's moments when I feel weak and I want to reply to his messages or reach out. Maybe I see something that reminds me of him or something happens that I normally go to him first with, but I refrain. My sheer strength in that regard has surprised even me. I do have a secure attachment style, and I've had moments of codependency reminding myself what that is like when you're moving forward. Your ex is like a drug, and your brain just wants another hit of that dopamine they provide. As much as you want to cave and do it and get that hit, it does nothing but put you back at square one. Same with utilizing them for closure. I decided I'd have to find closure on my own, and I'm in the process of doing that. Again, this is a strength I didn't even realize I encompassed. As I continue to grieve the potential of what I thought was there, I've had some natural fear surface. I worry I won't want to put myself out there again. I'm concerned this experience will negatively shape how I approach relationships moving forward. But I also know I trust myself. I can talk myself through these fears and concerns because I'm honoring myself, what I want, how I should be treated, and I don't have to do anything until I'm ready. This choice, getting out of this relationship, will undoubtedly raise my vibration and help me attract the man I'm destined to be with. I believe that wholeheartedly without a shadow of a doubt. I manifested a man once and I will do it again, this time with more clarity. Before making this decision, I felt as if I was out of alignment in some ways. I'm not sure if you've ever felt that way, but it's not a good feeling. You feel off energetically. You feel disconnected like your mind, heart, and body are in opposition. Almost immediately after making this choice, I felt a shift. Things started to happen that either had been happening prior, but I didn't notice them, or being out of alignment was preventing them from happening. And once this little shift was made, it began to open up doors. I've been attracting people into my life near and far who are complete strangers, but now are main characters in my healing journey. I have a deck of Colette Baron reeds spiritual oracle cards, and I decided to select one the other night. I don't know if you're a believer, but I am. I pulled cat spirit in the reverse. I'm going to read it to you because it couldn't have been more spot on. And if you don't know what in the reverse is, it's simply when the card is upside down. And I will explain that after I read the oracle message. The message. Claim your independence. When cat spirit meows, she is calling you to claim your independence and allow for some space between you and others in your life. The only way you can grow in all of your relationships now is to have a healthy sense of self-respect and self-worth. When you walk with dignity, knowing who you are, self-aware and willing to grow, trusting the value you bring, 
the world will mirror all of this back to you in kind. When you say no to codependency and enmeshment, live and let live, and practice taking risks as you wander into new territory for you, cat spirit rejoices. She is here to urge you to let your independent spirit roam free. Wow, right? I receive this message. So a reverse card means it's a course correction from the universe. While we may not understand why something in our life is happening, like me, for instance, questioning why the universe would bring me the man of my dreams only for it to end this way, the universe is protecting me. What seems like a curse now is actually a blessing or a lesson in disguise. And when I look at this time through that lens, remembering the universe always has my back, although it's painful today, I know there's a greater plan for me. And the sooner I can move forward from the past, the sooner I can be present to experience what that is. I definitely didn't see this situation playing out the way it did, but I'm excited to see what's next for me in my quest for love. And I hope you'll join me on that journey as it continues. One woman the universe recently brought into my life is Trudy Stoner. She's a love alchemist. See how divine that connection is? We were on a Zoom last week and she shared this parable with me. It's so beautiful, I had tears in my eyes and I wanna share it with you. A little girl bought a pearl necklace with the money she had been saving all year. She loved her pearls and felt so grown up when she wore them. She only took them off when she went swimming or took a bath. Though the pearls weren't real, that didn't matter to her. She had bought them all by herself. This little girl had a loving father. One day he said to her, Honey, do you love me? Yes, Daddy, she said. You know I love you. Then will you give me your pearls? Her father asked. Not my pearls, the little girl practically gasped. But you can have my tiny horse. That's okay, sweetheart. I love you he replied, and then he kissed her cheek. About a week later, the father asked his little girl again, Do you love me? Daddy, you know I love you, she said. Then will you give me your pearls? He repeated. Not my pearls, but I'll give you my baby doll. That's okay. I love you, the father answered, and once again he gave her a kiss on the cheek. This same routine happened again and again, and the little girl began to wonder, if daddy loves me, why does he want to take away something I love? Then one day the little girl walked up to her father with tears in her eyes and held out her fake pearl necklace. Here daddy, this is for you, she said. The father reached out a hand to take the necklace, and with his other hand he reached into his pocket and pulled out a velvet case. Inside that case was a strand of genuine pearls, chosen with love and care for his daughter. He had had the pearls all along, but was waiting for his daughter to give up what she had so that he could give her something even better. At times in life, we're going to be called upon to give up our plastic pearls so the universe can bless us with a genuine set. How tight are we clinging to those plastic pearls? Do we even realize that the set that we're coveting isn't the real thing? Meditate on that. I know I did. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for creating space for me to share what I'm going through. This is also an indication as to why I missed a week on the pod and I haven't been myself on social. Don't worry, I know I'm going to get back there. (laughs) But in the meantime, I appreciate the grace you're extending my way. Here are a few key takeaways from this episode. Listen to your intuition. Trust your gut. When something feels off, it probably is. Two, it's okay to lean on your support system, family and friends during a breakup or any challenging time. You do not have to go through things alone. Three, allow yourself to feel, cry, experience the different stages of grief. Go at your own pace. Make strides as you're able. Four, work toward mind, heart, and body alignment. Lastly, determine whether or not you've been clinging to a set of plastic pearls. If you have, now is the time to release them so the universe can bless you with genuine ones. All you have to do is trust. As always, I'm here if you need me. Thank you for being here for me as well. I want to wish you and yours the happiest of holidays and a very happy new year. 2022 is our year. (laughs) I cannot wait to see the magic that unfolds. And ladies, I said it once and I'll say it again. Before we can reel in the catch of a lifetime, we must first bait the hook with self-love.